Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's head out to the phones and welcome in friend of the program, a former Clemson basketball player, Terrence Oglesby. Terrence, thanks for joining us on the rundown today, man. I appreciate it. Rob, thank you for having me on again. I'm glad you're feeling better. I, I am uh, moving along, my friend, and I, I tell you what, I want to jump into a lot of uh, things here today, and we're going to talk about uh, Clemson's newest commitment, uh, the big center they got from IMG Academy that you were telling me before we went on the air, and I want to talk a little bit about the NBA bubble and how that looks like it's working. But being someone that was a student athlete, I have to ask you about the stuff that came down from the Pac-12 players that uh, they said, hey, you know what, if we don't get X, Y, and Z, which X, Y, and Z is a lot, it's 50% of the coaches' revenue, uh, Fifty or coaches cut their, their salaries in half, and they wanted to get 50% of the revenue from the Pac-12. Um, I mean, I think they just asked for, for just way, way, way too much. And, you know, Washington State came out and said, hey, if you're supporting this, then you can be released from the team. And a couple of the guys, including uh, one of the young wide receivers, uh, I think it's Cassidy Woods, is already cleaned out his locker and he's left the program. I mean, this is good. This, yeah, this is something that if uh, right now I think there's 12 players that uh, that that have said, "Hey, that we want to we want to do this," but there's hundreds that are being silent. Man, I think this is insane what they're asking for. Well. The 50-50 revenue split, that comes from the NBA's collective bargaining agreement because that's what goes between the owners and the players. So I see where they got that number. But something that these guys need to keep in mind, Rob, is like these universities are not athletic entities. They are scholastic entities right. that are there for scholastic purposes. Now, some of these other things uh, – in regards to the university's mind, sports are ancillary participations. Like this, this is just something extra that the sport likes to do in order to uh, quote unquote advertise for the university. And that's how a lot of these academic professors think. So like whenever I, I read something where it was like Stanford was talking about, they have a, a certain amount of endowment, which is otherworldly. And they wanted a piece of that to go towards the at like, it's an academic institution. It's not an athletic institution. The NBA is an athletic institution. Right. The NFL is an athletic institution. So that's where I think, you know, these students are just ill-informed. And right. they, like you said, they are asking for far too much. And the fact that, uh, that I read some of these things, they're just absurd, and there's no way they could be feasibly possible. I would hate for those 12 players not to have a spot anymore. Uh, it's just they don't realize what a Stanford education will give you. That, that young man, the wide receiver from Washington State, he doesn't understand what an education from Washington State University can give you. Right. And, you know, the, edu- the, the ability to obtain an education for a lot of students that, that otherwise would not have the funds to be able to do so, right. I think is wildly overlooked. I think that something else that I, I read, too, was that 
Um, and I think it was from, um, uh, I want to say Connor O'Neill from uh, the Winston-Salem Journal. He said one of uh, the ADs that he's interviewed has said that if they gave each student athlete just 50 grand, a $50,000 check every year and said, okay, that's it, you know, go and get your scholarship, you go and take care of your education and all of that with it, boarding and everything else, that it would, the, stu- uh, the university would uh, come out on the better end financially. I mean, I, I, they, they told them that because of the perspective of they pump a lot of money into each athlete. I mean, it is yeah. some of the stuff that a lot of these guys get. And I know it differs from school to school, but, I mean, some of the stuff that athletes get is um, is pretty outstanding. And if you do what you're supposed to do, like the Deshaun Watsons of the world where you get your degree in three years, you know, you can do your three years of school, leave and go on to the pros and then have that degree. And if something happens to you, You've still got a degree from Clemson or Washington State or, or wherever. Well, I think, you know what, that AD, I don't know who you're talking who he was talking about but, right. or talking to, but he makes a great point. But here's the caveat. So, okay, fine, we'll give you a $50,000 check every year. You get to go to school, but you have to pay one. You have to pay for your own books. You have to pay for your own food. You have to pay for your own flights to get to away games because those are significant flights. And, oh, by the way, uh, if you're in the Power Five, and that's who we're talking about, really, the Power Five. Right. If you're in the Power Five, you need to pay for your uh, seat portion on a private plane because that's where you're going. Oh, and by the way, too, you're probably staying at the Ritz-Carlton, wherever you're staying. So you need to foot that bill, too. Uh, I'm just going to – I know the exact number because I, I, I had a chance to look at those uh, numbers of the, the total value of each – basketball player over the course of a season and it is well into six figures right yeah i mean it's and you, and you got to keep it, it well into six figures and you also have to keep in mind too medical treatment uh they're at their beck and call every moment of the day living is paid for and then that's not including pale grant oh which oh by the way division two athletes they don't get to keep their pale grant they right. have to put that into their scholarship fund so <laughs> it goes directly towards your scholarship because they only have a finite amount of scholarships. They don't get to keep it. So well, like and the, the other end of it too, is absurd. that you have, you, you have a, a, in addition to the stuff that you talked about, I mean, just the tutors and, and things like that, that will help you uh, get, get where you need to go on the academic end. That stuff doesn't come free. Oh, no. I mean, could you imagine uh, how much ineligibility we would have if, you just gave a bunch of 18-year-old kids moving away from their family. How many, like, we would just be like, all right, well, go get, go get your homework done. <laughs> like, like, you can just forget it. Like, the kids that are, especially, especially the freshmen, like, they need, they need help. Uh, With everything. Putting their time together. Yeah, putting their time together and keeping everything on track. Like, and if you want to order tutors, order tutors, but that'll cost you money, too. Like, I would say, now... I'm just going to say this tutors and and books and everything was not included in the number that I saw, but it's North of 200. Like think about that for a second. These kids might as well be, be paid like professional athletes. My argument is this, Rob, I think they are getting paid like professional athletes. The only difference is, is the university is spending that money for them. And I think that's pretty significant. They are teaching these young men and women, how to be professionals prior to them getting out in that professional world 
And by the way, that's that will those prices of you know I got to get my ankle stemmed or I got to get some heat on my back from a physical therapist. Right. That price will smack you in the mouth the second that you leave your university. Yeah. And it's stuff like that that they don't really think about. And, and I agree with you on that. And that's just the more and more I look at what the uh, the young men from Washington State or the young men from the Pac-12 are asking for. When I first read it, I was like. Oh wow, they're talking about just this, this, this just for the coronavirus. But they're talking about social issues and everything else that's going on throughout the country. So I mean, they're they really are. They're not just taking the the uh, the apple. They're taking the entire basket and the tree is what they're asking for. I mean, it is it is absurd what they're uh, what they're trying to do out there. And I don't know how that's going to work out, but it is something that. Uh, Obviously, Washington State's already said, well, thank you. We appreciate what you've done here, but we're not going to do that. Go ahead and clean out your locker. And that's what's happened with at least one player, according to uh, his father. He put that out on Twitter uh, last night. Um, let, let's and there'll be, and there, will be, there will be some uproar and stuff like that. There'll be some uproar. But eventually that kid's going to end up going to, like, eastern Washington or something like that. He's going to find out what the normal, like, what it is normally for student athletes, like, <laughs> he's not going to be able to, the access that you have at a Washington state or a power five school is not the same as the access that you have at any other university uh, outside of those power five in the country. So it's, it's a moot point. It's an ill-informed point, And it's very obvious that I'm happy that the players tribune, uh, isn't that what it came out on Rob? Yeah, the players players tribune, tribune. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy that they give them an outlet to speak, Right. but somebody needs to go to these students and be like, Hey man, like, you don't quite understand the fiscal nature of the business you're provoking. Right. And I think, and, and it was, it was just, it, you know, there's a couple of good points. Like, obviously you would like, you, you would like uh, all the safety procedures. Yeah. 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 I, re, I respect that point. But these other things, when you're just trying to pile on, like you said, it's like, what's your goal here really? Right, and uh, when I think about that, though, uh, I I just finished up the uh, the latest edition of uh, Last Chance You on Netflix, and you see all of these young men striving to get just a D one offer, and the big success story is is a kid going to Oregon State in this year's in this year's series, and they've had guys go to you know to Tennessee and stuff like that before, but you get a behind the scenes look of what they have at a junior college, and. Not everything is, you know, completely what they get at the uh, at the the big power five school. I think that that's something that a lot of a lot of guys that come in. I mean, they should see that and see that, hey, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And, you know, we actually have it pretty good here with uh, with what's going on. And, and they do take pretty good care of us. So. I just think they just they don't completely get it. That's just my opinion. They're saying that a four year five star resort. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. This, is, this is the thing, like, I didn't realize either. It's like, oh, well, money would make everything better. No, sir. Yeah. It doesn't. And, it, you know, you know, you can run and you're going to have to look after expenses and all that stuff. Do I think, like, like are these kids going to enjoy eating Subway twice a day if they're not getting food catered and all that stuff? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, what, what are we talking about? It, it's just, you know, these kids, they're not going to take care of themselves like they would. They'd be pension pennies and doing all that and being worried. They don't really realize. They just think it's kind of like an open check. And are you wanting all of that, those ancillary benefits on top of getting paid? Because that's not how the world works. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous request. And I think collectively, 
everybody involved with intercollegiate athletics just looks at it and is like, come on, man, you got to be kidding. It's not even, it's not even close. It's not even close. Well, and once again, we'll, we'll see how that works out as we go along. And uh, I, I think that we're going to have some sort of a college football season. I don't know if it's going to be, uh, it's not going to be like it normally was. The ACC's already said, hey, no bans on the field. So you won't have, have that aspect of it. I think college football, in my opinion, this year is going to be a made-for-TV event. They'll have maybe 10,000 fans in the stands at the most, and it's all going to be about what we can do to put this product on TV so it'll still seem like we're having a football season, even though the fans in the stands, et cetera, it's just not quite happening. And I think we need to kind of almost look past football season and start thinking about what are we going to do with basketball season because that that's going to be the next big major sport that's up and we have a good bit of time before you know the first games generally start in November um, obviously the whole world can change by by them but I think we need to start looking forward to that and just kind of say all right football is just going to be a made for TV event it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see how you go any other way. It, Putting everybody in the stands is uh, ludicrous at this yeah. point. Uh, yeah, it's just not going to work. But, you know, I, I think Ohio State or somebody was talking about, well, we could fit like 8% or 12% of people in the state. Like, try to fill it up as much as you can and social distance. But that, that would make for the most awkward-looking game I've ever seen on television. But, you know, the, part of the reason I like college Sports, and I think I, I stand with the majority in this is kind of the pageantry of college sports. Right. It's not like the NBA where you can put a screen up behind the bench and be like, oh, well, it's a product. Well, one, the, the NBA is a great on screen product when it comes to playing. And, you know, I'm not sure the same can be said for a lot of universities' football team. Like, it, it's, it's more about everything else. Right, and I, mean, I think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a problem down the road. I mean, but a lot of the pageantry you're talking about—no bands, the Rose Bowl parade is canceled. I mean, uh, we're not going to have the yeah, the, the tailgating is probably. You know, I still think people are going to tailgate. I still think there's going to be a section of folks that are like, you know what, I'm still going to tailgate. I think that's going to happen. But I also think that um, there is a—it's um, going to get to a point where we're going to have a breaking point with it, and. You know, we don't have the Palmetto Bowl this year. A lot of the rivalry games are gone. I mean, to me, it's a hollowed football season, in my opinion. I mean, 10 conference games? Just stop it. I mean, I mean, I can yeah. understand people want to get hyped up for it, but in reality, it's just not what we're used to. No, no. And how about the, the SEC just cut it off? They all, the almighty SEC. Uh, which I, is just cut it off for everybody else, which is yeah, absurd. The, the C in SEC stands for cowardice. That's what I've talked no about on the program because if you if you weren't scared of one of your blue bloods actually going out there and having to schedule a non conference game with a team from a power five conference and it might they might stumble in that game and then you may not have a place at the college football playoff table 
That's not that far-fetched. That's exactly what the SEC was talking about because in their mind, their traditional rivalries of Georgia, Florida, Auburn, Alabama, Florida, LSU, they're going to get those within conference anyway. And the other schools, let's just be completely honest, in reality, they've shown that they really don't care when it comes to that. Now, mm-hmm. the interesting thing is, is next year, are they going to go back to, well, you were scheduled to play your game on the road here next year. If I were the ACC, I would say point blank, um, no, you canceled on us this year. The games were supposed to be at three of the four ACC stadiums uh, in 2020. We expect you to have those in the ACC stadiums in 2021. If not, we're not giving up another home game for you. I hope the ACC stands up to the SEC on that front just because of the amount of revenue that's lost. Or, or what they possibly may do, Rob, is like towards the end of the, the deal with however many games you're supposed to play, you just add one more home game on the back end of that. But for this you know season, what I mean? So, yeah, for this season, that but the SEC has said, hey, we're just not doing that, which is yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm with that. I, I, I think I don't it's get ridiculous. It at all. I, I absolutely think absolutely ridiculous. But well, yeah. what this what this comes down to is Georgia, LSU, and Alabama. They want three out of the four seats at the at the, uh, the CFP. college football playoff. That's what it comes to. Um, they're just being selfish about it, and they don't want Georgia to stumble against somebody like they always do, and they don't want LSU or whoever to stumble in one of their non-conference games. So they, they just eliminate one of the problems in the selection process. Well, Georgia needs to worry about stumbling to South Carolina and not getting blown out by five touchdowns in the SEC championship game before they can talk You're about being right. into, the, into the CFP playoff. I mean, good, good on good is what you eventually end up with, and good on good doesn't necessarily mean you have three teams from the SEC into the college football playoff. But that's a completely different topic. And I want to talk hoops with you before I get you out of here. Uh, the NBA bubble has uh, looked like it's working as far as uh, COVID tests have come. Uh, no one's tested positive. Uh, there, are, I think, are five teams that have gone 2-0 and in uh, to open up the uh, bubble play, one of them being my Phoenix Suns. I'm just saying in bubble play, they've got a better record than the Lakers right now. I just want to put that out there after they won last night over the Mavericks. <laughs> well, I said it the whole time, Rob. They're talented. Devin Booker can score no matter where he's at. It doesn't matter if he's in a bubble. But I found intriguing, like, Devin Booker, for example, uh, Russell Westbrook. Some of these guys, like, you, you really see who the dogs are when they're playing against uh, – you, you really see who the dogs are when they're playing in front of nobody and they're still acting the same. Right. Like – like, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I sure have noticed. Like, the flopping and the theatrics have taken a sharp downturn. Like, there's yeah. just not as much. Yeah, and it's made for a much better product. You know, you don't have all the fans there, so LeBron's not whining near as much. Now, he gets mad and says he gets smacked, but it, it it's over pretty quick. But, like, there's not all the, oh, I'm feeding to the crowd and that whole thing. But then you, then you have guys like Russell Russell Westbrook, who's talking trash to the video board because there's fans there. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love every I, bit of it. I, I appreciate I, that. I think it's great. I appreciate, I appreciate guys like Russell Westbrook, but you know what else I like? My sons don't have a chance in the world of making the playoffs, but they are still playing hard. I mean, you know, when they went, I was like, man, there's no way they're going to play hard at all. And they've, they've gone out and they've played really good basketball, and, uh, and that win over Dallas last night to me was – was kind of shocking. I mean, but, uh, you know, in theory, they're, they're still kind of in the hunt, but a lot of teams are ahead of them. But it seems like everybody has a, kind of a high level of play uh, through the, these um, 
the first two games of the eight, which I didn't think was going to happen. I thought a lot of teams are just going to kind of check out. It's it's been nice to see. Now, now, how many games back are they from the eight? Let's see, they're twenty three back from first. Yeah, and uh, they're they're like they're uh, twenty one and a half is where the the Grizzlies are. So they're basically a game and a half behind the Grizzlies, I believe. Oh, so they could still make it in theory, yeah, because everybody else has pretty much come out of the gate flat. I mean, there's the the only thing is is San Antonio is a team that they've won two straight. So if, if San Antonio mm-hmm. can drop some games, they're ahead of them in the in the race there. But the only spot that's open is that eight spot uh, because um, Dallas has already locked up the seven spot. And but uh, either way, it's still it's still some great basketball down down in the bubble. And uh, I'm no, enjoying watching games. these guys get after it, man. Yeah, great games. It, it, you know they've been playing within one or two points. The majority of the games have been within ten. Yeah, and. Uh, James Harden's playing his butt off too. I don't know who watched the Bucks Rockets last night, but man, the, the night before he goes for forty nine out of on um, fourteen of twenty shooting, nine boards and eight assists. Now his game, I'm not a tremendous fan of it just because he just pounds the air out of the ball. But but to be honest with you, man, he has been so crazy efficient, and the Rockets did a nice job guarding Milwaukee despite playing five guards. And the crazy thing is too is. They took 61 threes in regulation last night, which tied an NBA record. Like, they're flipping the game on its head, but you can do that when you have Robert Covington and P.J. Tucker out there defensively and hitting corner threes. But it's been a fun brand of basketball to watch, and and the games on television uh, have been so refreshing, and they've been overly competitive, which has been nothing but good for the audience. Uh, Terrence Oglesby joining us here on the rundown this afternoon. Before we get out of here really quick, Clemson had a commit from a, a big center from IMG Academy. Can you tell us a little bit about him? Warren Lynn Kidd, top 100 player in the class of 2021, moves up to 2020. Uh, drawn comparisons uh, to Imani Bates at NC State, but with, with, with better shooting range. Really good run-and-jump athlete, 6'11", 235 already. He's probably going to have to gain some weight just because he is a bit wiry. But extremely athletic, really active on the defensive end, uh, soft hands and good feel around the basket, does a nice job with both hands. Uh, a rim protector with some shooting range. Now, is he going to be able to extend it out to the three? It's possible, but right now it's more of high post to the top of the key. Uh, but a really good get. Anytime a university is able to start getting top 100 players to select to redshirt, it makes it big for yeah. for, for that university because it just it, it gives that kid time. It makes it a little bit older. And, and I, I will say this, Rob, Antonio Reynolds Dean, who came to Clemson, I think this is going to be his fourth year coming up or third year coming up. You want to talk about one of the most underrated hires in Clemson basketball history as an assistant coach. Since he has come in, he's brought in Alameda Dawes, Chase Hunter. Um, he was a big portion of uh, P.J. Hall and now Warren Lynn Kidd, and the players just keep getting better and better. He was a part of Tevin Mack. He was a part of – I mean, his ability to recruit, to go along with – uh, you know, obvious his obvious basketball knowledge, but to go along with Brad Brownell's X's and O's, Clemson's recruiting has taken a significant uptick. They go from, uh, 
you know, getting back into the ACC top players, and I'm talking about recent history according to rankings. I'm not trying to knock any of the players there. But to this year being the number four recruiting class in the ACC and number 20 in the country. Yeah. And Brad Brownell has done a whole lot more with a whole lot less or a whole lot with a whole lot less. And now that he's starting to get the horses in the barn, it's going to be a pretty fun show to watch uh, this year come basketball season. I'm uh, looking forward to watching uh, Amir Sims and Alamir Dawes go at it this year because Alamir Dawes a little more, a uh, little more, a uh, couple more tools in his belt, a little more time under and under uh, on the paint and everything. I think he's going to be. Just absolutely outstanding. I think the two of those guys are going to put on a show this year at, at some and he's point. And he's put on a couple pounds, too. He's, he's, he's looking big. He's gained some weight. He's done a nice job at, during the offseason really preparing. And I've gotten, I've gotten some phone calls, and there is a lot of optimism coming out of offseason workouts. Uh, speaking of which, yeah, we'll leave it there. But uh, how did he gain weight and stuff like that? Oh, that's just the university you know, weight program and stuff like that that – you can't go and buy. I mean, if you had to go and buy, it would cost you a fortune. Yeah. Those catered meals, the knowing when to recover, all that stuff. It all costs money. And it hurts your feelings when you got to pay for it on your own. But they don't realize that yet. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I appreciate you joining us here on The Rundown. I look forward to chatting with you later on. But uh, Terrence Oglesby, tell us where they can find your podcast, which is always interesting. It's called Let It Fly, right? Let it fly with Terrence Oglesby. Uh, and then my Twitter handle is at CoachTO22. Follow me, follow me on there to, you know, basketball analysis. I talk all sports, but uh, a lot of family stuff, a lot of, you know, it, it, this, a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that, but mostly basketball. All right, Terrence, man. Thanks for joining us on the rundown, buddy. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Rob. All right, bud. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Sounds good. Just let me know. Yes, bud. Thanks so much. All right, bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.